Hello and welcome back again to the Breakthrough Active Podcast. Here with me again this week, we've got the one, the only Stephen Cooley. How are you, mate? You're coming up with some great intros every single week for me, mate. I'm enjoying them very thoroughly. <laughs> How are you? Well, I'm well, mate, but for now the pressure's on. I need to keep them coming. You've got to keep them coming. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I like this. That was probably my favourite one of them all. Was the, it? The one, only. There you go. Happy to, <laughs> happy to hear it. Uh, Big fan. Before we get into the regular scheduled programming for today, I wanted just to quickly discuss kids' program that you've got coming up, mate. So uh-huh. it's off in about two weeks. So yeah, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, Wednesday the 17th of August at Adamstown, a and Thursday the 18th of August at Cardiff. So just yep. quick 30 seconds, mate. What what can kids expect if they're coming along to that program in the sessions? Pretty easy, mate. Just a damn good time. Nah, it's it, it, like the, the whole point of it really is just to get kids moving, um, getting them a little bit more social because obviously, you know, we're like we're going down the path of just like being on our phones and on our tablets and that sort of thing. So it'd be good to just get the kids out, just get moving, get them feeling healthier and just simply just interacting with, with other kids and myself. So I think it's just going to be a great environment for, for them to come down to. Yeah. And we, we spoke about it a bit the last few days and spoke a lot about how you just want to make it really fun because we know that kids, especially, you know, young kids, they, I think mixing exercise with fun is going to be um, something that they enjoy and want to keep coming back to. So um, yeah, it'll be a good time. And like a few, few of the members have said, you're the biggest kid of the lot, mate. So you, you're a perfect person to be, be taking it yeah. on. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. So like, just to, I'll just give you a little bit of a rundown. If anyone listening, like, like the plan, the plan I've got in my head at this point in time is that the kids are going to come down. We'll probably run them through maybe anywhere between a five, 10 minute game to start. That's a little bit active and then get them probably through a little 20, 25 minute drill. And then a bit of a, a bit of a stretch and a laugh at the end. And then they'll be on their merry way. That's probably, probably the plan. Happy days. Cool. So, so kids, be kids age six to 14. So if you're listening and you've got, kids in that age bracket or you know of any kids or friends who may be interested hit us up and we can uh, give you some info um all right so getting on to today's topics three three really important ones again it's um it's really hard yeah. stuff that we like to that we like to cover so yeah. the the first one i think we'll go with um one of mine and then but we'll i'll announce all three so the first one here it's going to be uh, our favourite video games of the 1990s and 2000s. And yeah. then we're going to go into our three favourite Disney movies from our childhood, which is also 1990s and 2000s. Yeah. And the last one, our three favourite disco classic songs, school disco classics, which again, school disco. Yeah, school disco. So also from the... 90s and 2000s the best part is anybody can join in on this the 90s 2000s like obviously it's it's at our prime for school disco but any of our older members you know they're, pro- they're that's probably when they're 18 and carrying on it buddy the kent and, and fannies and all that jazz so they'll be able to chime in so that's good i wonder if the same music that we were listening to at school disco is they were listening to at fannies at, at fannies 100 percent. so this is this is probably like this is the, what is it? If they were to make like a Fanny's playlist on Spotify, it's probably going to consist of our school disco songs. <laughs> we, should make that. we should make that playlist. That'd be a sick playlist, no, no doubt about it. But, yeah, definitely three hard-hitting topics. Again, I don't <laughs> want to brag, but Newcastle's number one podcast. 
this 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 how we got there. I actually I actually forgot that we were number at Newcastle's number one podcast, and I didn't say that earlier on. So thanks for reminding me that we are indeed Newcastle's number one podcast. Well, it shows that you're very humble about it. Where I'm not too humble about it. I'm happy to gloat and just tell everybody that will listen that I'm a part of it. Newcastle number one podcast. I'm shouting out of traffic lights, the works, all of That's it. Right. Un- unsubstantiated claims, of course, but I I think it's true. I'm pretty confident. Hundo. 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 <laughs> okay, let, let's get into these lists, mate. I'll, I'm going to have you go first. So favourite video games that can be on any any uh, device or any console, the favourite uh, favorite video games of the 90s and 2000s. Would you like a, would you like a top three or would you just like There's number one? Top- Top three, top three. If you've got them, it doesn't have to be in order. Just, just three of, nah, your, three of your favorites. I'm an order. I'm an order guy, mate. Yeah, I'm gonna let's go, go. Let's go order. All right. So I'm gonna go number three. Is <laughs> it came out in 2003 on PlayStation? Yeah. And it was rugby league. So and the reason why it was called rugby league. Yep. The reason why I've got rugby league is because I was craving a rugby league game my whole life. And then I remember it coming out and I just thought it was the best thing ever. And then looking back on it, when I played it again, like a couple of years on, it was the worst game. But at the point, at that point in time, having a rugby league game, that was, the, that was unbelievable. So that's, that's, it's, it's got a, it's not the, it's not in the top three greatest games I've played, but it's definitely in my heart. So num- it gets a spot number three, rugby league. doesn't have to be the best games, mate. It's your favorites. So you don't need to justify that. That's it. That's my number three. Yeah, my number three, uh, similar but quite different. Um, Jonah Lomu Rugby, definitely more of a uh, more of a household household name. That was on PlayStation One, and that was back. I think that might have come out in like 1995 or something. Um, but yeah, I used to play that with uh, one of my great friends at the time, Brett McDonald. Most afternoons, we'd go back to his place, play a bit of Jonah Lomu Rugby. And then actually go yeah. back and play a bit of footy. And yeah. did you ever play that? I played it, yeah, back in the day, yeah. I was I, I loved all those sorts of games. Yeah, Jonah Lomu just used to steamroll people over the like on, on the edge, just down the wing, steamroll. But I was about I was about to mention a game, but I, I have a I have an inkling feeling that it could be in your top two. Well, that's okay. So I'm, just I'm just not gonna say anything yet. Would, do you want me to say my number two, and then you can see if, see if it's that. Right, hit me. What is it? It probably is <laughs> Shane Warne cricket. <laughs> yeah, Shane Warne ninety nine. What a game that was! That's a great game. That was unbelievable. Yeah, and and the number one game, it's which I'll mention here shortly. It's for different reasons altogether, but Shane Warne cricket, unbelievable game for any cricketer. Anyone who played cricket or liked cricket, I think yeah, it was a must-have. And then there was so many cheat codes that you could get. Yeah, ridiculous with that big that big balloon ball. Big balls like you, you couldn't get bowled. Solid oak. There was drop balls where you couldn't couldn't get caught. There was Superman where you used to just hit like everyone for six. <laughs> there was all these mad cheat codes, and yeah, that was uh, that was something that I spent a lot a lot of time. Well, I feel like it was a lot of time, but looking at how much kids play video games now, probably yeah. in comparison, but yeah, very much enjoyed that one, mate. It was, it was I remember the, the stress, the stress running between wickets. Yeah, because you'd hear the you hear the 
hey, like that. And then they'd like start running and then the, the board come and they'd always be close to the stumps every time. So like yeah. there was mad stress running between wickets, but um, great game, great commentary. That English yeah. guy, I don't know what his name was, but yeah. some bloke. There was a few famous lines in that one that I still remember and anyone who used to play will remember. Yeah. Um, it was it was like a glitch almost. You'd hit the ball in the air and the commentator would go, in the air and safe. And then it would be like, yeah, and out. <laughs> but then he'd say, and out. So it was just like, <laughs> they, it was just like a glitch where they thought it wasn't out and then it was. Was it you doing the commentary? Because that's spot on. Thank you. Been practising. Great English accent. What's, uh, um, what's your number two? My number two is NBA Jam. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I never actually played that as a kid. I wasn't into basketball oh, as a dude. kid. So, so it's funny. Like When I think of NBA Jam, this is on Sega Mega Drive back in the day. When I think of NBA Jam, I have the taste of cheese sandwiches in my mouth as well at the same time. So I remember in the morning, one of my mates used to come over. He used to live across the road. And he'd come over and we play NBA Jam. Like they did the famous boom shakalaka, like when you're doing like dunks and stuff. But I remember every morning when we used to play NBA Jam, we used to eat like toasted cheese hangers before school. And I don't know why, just the thought of cheddar cheese and the taste of cheddar cheese comes in my mouth when I think of NBA Jam. So good times. But that is my number two. It's funny how you associate, um, yeah, certain smells or certain tastes with certain things. Yeah, that that was, that was, I just put it there because it's that game's. The second biggest game of my childhood, I reckon. Well, brings us to number one. Now, you may be thinking that it's going to be Tiger Woods golf, but it's not. That was that was a little bit later in life. That was kind of me as, I don't know, 15, 16, 17-year-old. I used to play it a bit, which I loved yeah. it. So that, you know, that was um, that was obviously a great game, especially for someone like me who was a golfer. But yep. this this game is number one. I don't know if you would have heard of it, to be perfectly honest, and it's similar to your number three game, Rugby League, but it was actually a computer game. It was only available on computer, and it was ARL 95. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that game as well. So and and I, I must have had it, well, I had it a few years after that because I don't think we had, like, a computer at home until 99 or 2000. And we used to have it. I remember we were living, we were living in this rental property at Berkeley Vale, just uh, before um, our house was getting built at Glenning Valley, which was the next suburb over. So we're in this rental property for about a year, and it was only a small place. So our computer actually had to be out in the garage. Like we didn't have the car in the garage; it was more just like a storage area. And we had like a little desk set up with the computer. And I used to sit out there after I finished my homework for hours on end in the freezing cold out in this like brick garage and just played ARL 95. And I used to always be uh, the Blues, New South Wales Blues versus West, the Western Suburbs Magpies because they were the worst. And I used Even to, match up. Yeah, I used to just put an absolute drumming on them. And the winger who was the fastest player in the game was... Um, oh, is it is it Rod Wishart? Rod play, Wishart, the yeah. Dragons player. Yeah. <laughs> he used to play with the Steelers, Illawarra Steelers. Yeah, Rod Wishart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like the red hair. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, the like strawberry blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, that's him. So I used to just swing it out in the back line, 
uh, Joey to Fittler. Out, I don't know. I can't remember. Who, can't remember who the centres were at that time. And then out to Wishart on the wing, and then he just used to run around them and score. Not a bad um, lineup. Johns to Fittler. Yeah. To probably probably Eddinghausen. Yeah, probably would have been Et. Et, and then to Wish. Stop. That's 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 unbelievable. But that was it. Spent a lot of time playing out in the garage on the PC. ARL ninety five. The game. cold winter mornings. Like, you know, when you're in bed and you gear up and you're like, right, I've got to get up and go to Adamstown or Cardiff. On those cold winter mornings, that chill, does ARL 95 come back <laughs> in your head? Uh, if I was going into a brick building, it would, because I just, I remember just being in this brick garage and there was the computer desk and it was icy out there, mate. But I bet. It's, uh, I bet it was you know, don't have, don't have any real memory, like anything to associate it, like the, uh, Cheddar cheese sandwiches, but definitely a fond memory back in Signet Drive, Berkeley Vale. Get amongst it, mate. The cheddar cheese sandwiches, they were the go. What's your number one? Number one. So number one's number one just for me, it just screams childhood for me. It's my number one. It's my number one game, and I've I've played it probably in the last twelve months, and it's it's still it still just hits from the soundtrack to the colours to the jumping to the works, and it's Sonic the Hedgehog two. It's my favorite game of all time. It's on, just on Mega Drive. Yep, on Mega Drive. It just scream. It just screams childhood for me. And like you think, you know, you think getting a getting a bill is stressful. You think like working through a tough bike workout is stressful. Well, let me tell you, being underwater in a Sonic the Hedgehog two game and you hear the buzzer going when you're running out of breath, and trying to get to the bubble, that is stress. I played that not much, but I do remember just the uh, the, the stress of having to <laughs> having to get through that. Oh, so stressful. And then there's another like the, the one that sticks out for me. It's it's actually the second level, and it's called the Chemical Plant Zone. And fun fact is, I can actually do the like the music to it. So if anybody wants to hear that, just feel free. Let me know, and I'll dish it to you anytime. But uh, there's a part like in it where the water rises and you have to like jump from these ledges that go like left and right and they swing this way and whatever. And like if you jump, especially if you're hearing the and you're going to get like, like up out of the water and if you miss the ledge, it's just like <laughs> you just sonic just goes down. Game it's short all the time. Game over. Oh, Game over. Oh. But that, that's that's easily my number one. When I when I thought of this list, that just that was the first thing that came to my head. I was like, Easy, boom, there it is, Sonic 2. I didn't really play that many non-sport games, as you can see. Mine were the three. Um, so, yeah, I was very just – I was such a sporty kid that I just only really wanted Me to play sport, sport games. But Me too. Definitely some crackers. One, one mention that I did want to give out was also – I used to intertwine this with my ARL 95 was Doom. You remember Doom? Yeah, that was a mad game. Yeah, I can't even remember really what you did. I think it was kind of like GTA, you just like cruised around. Yeah. But yeah, I liked a bit of Doom. There was a bit of nudity in there, which I liked as a 10-year-old. I think my honourable mention would be something like SmackDown versus Raw, Shut Your Mouth. That was... uh, Yeah, that was was something I played quite a bit of as well. We had... um, One last thing before we move on. We had a... Me and my mates had a thing where... You know, none of us could be the rock. 
because what happened was it's so easy to win as the rock because you press X three times, you go XXX, and he goes punch, punch, and then he comes in for this real big punch and it just like zaps like people's um, the meter. So it's just easy. You just keep picking them up, tap, 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 X, and you just, you just nail them, get the special up, rock bottom, one, two, three, thanks, done. People's elbow as well after that if you'd like. Yeah, good, just to rub it in. But, yeah, good games, good times. Yeah, there's some crackers there. I'd like to play the remastered version of a few of them if they're out and about. ARL 95. <laughs> 20, 20, like 27 years old. Oh, yeah, no, that's – it'd be uh, – Imagine ARL 95 remastered on the PS5. <laughs> Unbelievable. Look, look, look about the same. Sick. Righto. Yeah. Let's, move, let's move on to movies. I'll let you lead top, the way here, mate. Top three. So I've got top three. I'm, I'm going Disney movies. So top top three Disney movies of all time. Yeah. And coming at number three, I don't know what it was, but the day I watched it, it's um, I think there was just a bit, a bit of extra dust in the room or something. I'll tell you what it was. Toy Story 3. What one's that? I'm just trying to think what happens in that one. I've seen them so all. So they're, the, they're in the incinerator at the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, was, I was, that was wild. I was cutting some onions when I was watching that. Yeah, yeah. There was plenty of, <laughs> there was plenty of dust at event cinemas Glendale that day. <laughs> but, like, at the, at the shout-out event cinemas, number one podcast is giving you a, a shout-out. Um <laughs> But yeah, like they're in the incinerator, and then like at the end, like when Woody gives, uh, when Andy gives Woody and Buzz away to that little girl, you know, I'm, like if anyone's watched, watched, listened to this and they haven't seen it, spoiler alert. But um, and he said like he starts playing with them for the last time. Yeah, that's like part of my childhood going. <laughs> so I was like, oh, she's dusty in here. So like they're, starts rubbing. they're all good though. All those toys. I mean, toy stories yeah. are just. Great, great um, sequence of movies, but yeah, I'd pretty well say the trilogy is my number three. Yeah, all three. I don't well, even count number four as part of it. Did you nah. know there's a fourth one? Yeah, I did. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Haven't nah, seen don't it. watch it. I'm gonna, yeah, uh, I'm gonna deviate a little bit, mate, because to be honest, I didn't really. I kind of had a bit of a think. I didn't really watch that many Disney movies, to be honest. Like I was, I was just a bit. I had a bit of a, bit of a. Uh, yeah, secluded childhood, apparently. I just like sport games and these you movies. You just like chilling out the back in dingy sheds. Yeah, ARL 95 oh, and, and these movies okay. that I'll be able to discuss. But number three, so not a Disney movie, but it's a kid's movie, hey, uh, The Sandlot Kids. Stop it. One of the best. Good movie. <laughs> and I've, I've only maybe watched it like once or twice. I, I, I can't even... To be honest, I can't even remember that much of it, but I remember just loving it as a kid. Uh-huh. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I didn't research this before I came on. Is it when there's the kids that think that there's this massive dog in the yep. in the yard or whatever, and then it turns out just to be like a very normal, like very friendly dog? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, right? Right. yeah. yeah. And it's baseball. It's base baseball movie. Yeah, you play ball like a girl. Yeah, yeah, so on. It's uh, I watched it at my friend Matt Brooks' house back in like kindy or year one, like I was really young. But yeah. that was uh, yeah, one of my probably like the first memory I had of watch, watching a movie. And I remember I was like scared because I was like, oh, this is like, this massive dog, and this, yeah, these kids are frightened. And then it was like just such a feel good movie at the end. So that one's definitely 
stored place in my brain. You're a, bit, you're, a bit of a, you're a bit of a pansy, mate. I was. I'm, I'm I was. Scared, of, scared of the dog but not terrified about cold sheds out the back. What's wrong with you? I was a few years different. That was more like when I was five or six and then when I was like 10, I was this like really manly, like brave, brave kid. She had a beard when you were 10? Yeah. Yeah. Same beard. Same beard. And exactly the same. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Now, I fun fact, though, if anyone hasn't watched The Sandlot Kids, do yourself a favour and watch it. I watched it about two months ago. Did you? And it is still, yep. I, and, like, so my partner's got two kids, right? Said, oh, well, let's watch The Sandlot Kids. Like, and they're like, oh, we don't like The Sandlot Kids because they hadn't even watched it before. And I sat down and I said, watch The Sandlot Kids. Watch it. Sat down, loved it. It's the best. It's the best. Great movie. If anyone hasn't seen yeah. it. 20th Century Fox do a great job in like, you know, like making the film. So shout out 20th Century Fox, Newcastle number one podcast. Got you sorted. Thank you. Yeah, free shout out. They might sponsor yeah. us for our next podcast. <laughs> Everyone's getting a shout out today. <laughs> uh, my number two, mate. It's it's a recent one. Yeah. It's it's a recent Disney movie, and I went in. I watched it. I was not expecting too much of it, and I sat there, watched it, and by the end of it, I was blown away. And I think it's probably the most creative. Disney movie of all time. And the movie's called Inside Out. Have you yeah. seen that movie? Ah, I've never even Inside really heard of it. So Inside Out, it's about this little girl. And so this little girl's, I don't know, I don't know how old she is. She might be like four or something. And she like moves schools and that sort of jazz. But the movie's about like the emotions in her head. So the emotions like are the characters in her head. So there's like joy, mm-hmm. anger, sadness, and two others. And and it's how they control um, the girl. That's cool. If anyone, inside, if anyone has, if anyone's watched it, they will know how red hot it is. It's just, it's the most creative Disney movie all time. Number one. Is it a kids movie? Yeah, but, but I think like more adults would enjoy it because you know it's, it's got a lot of adult themes to it. So yeah, it's 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 yeah. So it's such a good it's such a good movie. It's it's one that more I think more adults would enjoy rather than kids. You know, I'd enjoy it. Yeah, don't don't hate a movie. <laughs> Enjoy them all. <laughs> love it, love a movie. My, num- my number two, I think this is a crowd favorite. Stuart, Stuart Little. Stuart Little number two. No, no, no. Wow. Number, one, number one. Number one. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's number two, but it's Stuart Little number one. I don't know if there's a second movie to it. Do you like? You're telling me you like Stuart Little more than the Sandlot Kids. <laughs> yep, that's exactly. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it it as a kid. And then I I was recently watching this show on um, Stan, I think. It was called uh, Dope Sick. I might have told you about it. It's about like the opioid crisis in America with OxyContin. And anyway. You don't don't like binge watching shows much, do you? Nah. And the the guy in that is is grown up now, obviously, but it was the kid that was in Stuart Little. And yeah, was, he's fit now, eh? yeah, yeah, he's fit. he is, yeah, like muscly and lean and good looking bloke. And yeah, it just got me, um, got me going down memory lane a little bit. But I loved it, man. Great movie. Big Stuart Little fan, big Stuart Little fan. Love Stewie. Oh, yeah. Did you ever play the Stuart Little uh video game on PC? Not that I can recall, I was too busy playing ARL 95. Red Hot, let me tell you. Stuart Little Game. Good. It was tops. Might see if it's available on Mac and I'll get it. 
or what about just the the new version on PS5? I'm sure they'll be doing it sometime <laughs> next year. Stuart Little on PS5. I'm sure it'll sell. Yeah, I think I saw that at the grand release. Grand- yeah. A lot so of, like a lot of thirty-two-year-olds buying it. I'll tell you who I'll tell you who Newcastle's number one podcast is shouting out to a lot today. Sony PlayStation. Congra- congratulations, Sony. I'm expecting an email in the inbox soon hitting us up for a sponsorship or something. So, so Sony, 20th Century Fox, they're all a part of Newcastle number one podcast. We don't discriminate against anybody. It's all good. They're, they're relatively small enterprises compared to our podcast. So I'm not yeah. sure if it's you know, fair of us to be shouting out lesser known companies well, like well, that. think about this we're really big in switzerland switzerland's massive so thanks rog really really appreciate that so yeah, thanks mate so you know we're giving these you know lesser known uh yeah peasants if you will a bit of a plug that's right giving them just to help <sighs> right so number, this, number this, one mate what do you got pretty easy mate number yeah. one it's the goat the goat animated movie okay. and it is area of the little mermaid three no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's, it, no, it's the Lion King. Come on, yeah, it, it's the Lion King. So I rewatched this probably a year ago again, and it still hits. Like even now, like even as an adult, you can still enjoy it. Kids can enjoy it. In all honesty, it's it's like I think Scar is the probably the greatest Disney character of all time. He went like he's just he's just relentless. Still very sad too. It's still. It's, yeah. And it still but hits. Still an absolute tearjerker. Great soundtrack, great characters, great story, great meaning. You can relate it to everyday life. The Lion King is the goat of Disney movies. I don't want to hear anything else. Some people argue Beauty and the Beast is, and I get it, but at the same time, I, you know, I get it, but they're wrong. Beauty, the Lion King, number one. I, I was actually going to say Lion King, but I, I had a feeling you would um, have it, so I decided for something else, which... Isn't a, isn't a kids movie or it isn't animated. It's not Disney, but something I saw, watched when I was like seven or eight, and I had absolutely no idea what was going on. But now, mm-hmm. later in life, I really really like it. Think it's hilarious. Uh, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. What? <laughs> what sort of list is this? You go Sam Lockyer, Stuart Little, and Austin Powers. What is this? Is this like the is Cold it, Shed top three? These, <laughs> these, these are the movies I remember as a kid. I remember watching this in my friend oh. Adam, Adam Williams' house, and I was oh. he was like Gene it up, saying how funny it is and how good it was. And I don't know if I just was behind like socially or what was going on. Same, I was same age as Adam, but he was laughing and, and, and I had no idea why it was funny. I, I had no idea what was going on. Obviously now I know it's like a, you know, you'd rip off of like James Bond and whatever. But at, at the time when you're seven or eight, you, you're not really understanding satire very well and parodies. So I just had no clue what was happening. I was laughing along, pretending like I thought it was funny. But yes, yeah, so did you see Adam laughing? Like, we were yeah. like, say, for example, Austin goes, Groovy, baby, yeah. And then he's like, Your mate Adam's going, Ha ha, and you're just looking over, like, Yeah, pretty much. Dr. Evil, Dr. Evil wanting to take over the world. I just had no, no idea, no idea. what's going on. But I know it's absolutely not a kid's movie, but one that I, one I remember watching as a kid stands out. And uh, I, I love them. Like, they're, they're among my favourite movies now. I think they're hilarious. 
Isn't every movie a favourite movie? Yeah. Well, I think every movie's good, but I still have favourites amongst those good movies. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Righto. Well, we don't have too much time left, mate, so we want to get into this third one. And this we'll is three, three favourite disco, school disco songs. All right. I'm just going to rattle them. Here you go. Yeah. So number three for me is just purely because there's a like the moment in time and it's Prisoner of Society by Living End. And the reason being is because I remember shouting like, we don't need no one to tell us what to do. And I was eight years old, little Steve, just like talk, talking to the teachers. So I was, I was a little bit of a rat bag when I was a kid. So that just, I don't know, that always sort of stands out. Number two is uh, Barbie Girl by Aqua. That is yeah. number two for me. That's just an absolute banger and every time it comes on i just remember being in a school hall in sydney and just having a time of my life and number one is the, the goat of, of school disco classics for me is blue eiffel 65 banger yeah there they are. I, I still to this day don't know really what they're saying in those lyrics, to be honest. Who knows? But yeah, that's my top. There's my three. Righto. Well, it doesn't um, doesn't have any of my ones here. My hey, first man. one, first one is <laughs> I got a very odd list here, like a very very odd list. So similar to my <laughs> list, very, very yeah. Your movie, movie list was pretty normal. Yeah. This is odd yeah, too. Cool. So this, this first song, I'm pretty sure I was on at school discos, but I remember it being like one of the first songs that I kind of just knew the words to, just yeah. I don't know why, because I just would hear it all the time, like on the radio and whatever. It was yeah. it was Janet Jackson, Everywhere I Go. <laughs> what? <laughs> do, you yeah. know, do you know it? No, and there's a reason. Really? Because it's terrible. Uh, How's it going? Give it to Everywhere I go, there's a smile I see. I know you are oh, there. that's a banger, actually. Me, dancing in moonlight. I know you are free. There you go. And I think she was Michael Jackson's sister or something. Anyway, yeah. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. So that, that one very much stands out, number three. Mm-hmm. Number, number two, two. Uh, this is a little more normal, similar to your actor. Yeah. Um, Apple One, Murder on the Dance Floor, Sophie Ellis Baxter. Oh, stop. I still play it in the gym now. It's a banger. Cracker. Yeah, it was, uh, that was like, it was on video hits and rage and everything like for weeks and months and months and months. Because yeah, <laughs> I used to like a bit of video hits on my Sunday morning, a bit of rage. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good one. Definitely, uh, heard that one a lot. And number one it is. It still gets played in the gym. Great song. Great workout song, actually, believe it or not. What is it? Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Oh, stop it. That's another banger, please. Yeah. How good. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one, mate. That's that's a good list. Yeah. And that one, I remember, like, not really understanding a lot of the words because it was a bit of it's, like, I think it's from an English band or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. They're, um, they're, in their English accent, there's... That part where it's like, you drink the whiskey drink, you drink the vodka drink, you drink the lager drink, you drink the cider drink. And I remember just not really understanding those words because they weren't like lager. Like, yeah. What the hell's lager? And whiskey? Yeah. What the hell's whiskey? But definitely a standout, mate. And good list. Good pump-up list too. Uh, pump-up song. 
I agree. I think I remember it used to be um, one of the footies songs. Like, yeah. Rugby League. But, yeah, certainly remember it back as a kid. Nah, it's an absolute, absolute banger of a song. Good times. Righto. We might pull it up there, mate. But like I mentioned at the beginning, we, we really are covering all the, the hard-hitting topics. So hoping anyone who's uh, who's listened has been able to think about their time in life back in the 1990s and 2000s and would love to hear your lists. Would love to hear your lists, your favourite movies, Favorite video games, favorite songs from the 1990s and 2000s. Uh, looks like we've just lost Steve-O, so I'll finish it up here. But send through your favorites. We'd love to hear them. And until next time, guys, I will see you on the next one.